This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Coming up, we're going to talk about mortgages. And if you think a mortgage is a simple thing that you just need to sign on the dotted line, you're dead wrong because uh, you can save yourself a lot of trouble and a lot of money by listening to our next guest. Angela Calla, mortgage professional, is with us and she's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. It may be getting harder to access pirated content On the internet, a government study has found that about a quarter of us do access pirated material, movies, TV shows, software, all sorts of stuff. So the feds are opening up a consultation to take a look at how they can control it. One of the ideas is to allow internet providers extra power to block the content. But one consumer advocate is a little concerned about that. Laura Tribe with Open Media says that we already don't have much choice when it comes to Internet service providers, and we have to make sure any extra power to block certain sites isn't abused. She says it could mean valid sites could get shut down for the slightest oversight or maybe a piece of content that is mistakenly seen as problematic. She says there has to be some oversight. It was a big week for the Vancouver Aquarium. It now has new owners. The board at the aquarium announced on Thursday that ownership has been transferred from OceanWise Conservation Association to Hershend Enterprises. Last August, the aquarium announced they were temporarily suspending all operations due to COVID, and it was looking like they might shut down permanently. And the aquarium says Hershend has acquired 100% ownership of the aquarium, but it will continue to be led by Clint Wright, who has been with the Vancouver Aquarium for more than 30 years. Hershend is described as North America's largest family-owned themed attractions corporation. They either own or have partnerships with a bunch of theme parks such as Dolly Parton's Dollywood in Tennessee, and they operate the Harlem Globetrotters. The Vancouver Aquarium was the first public aquarium in Canada when it opened in 1956. And here's our Entrepreneur of the Week. Actually, it's two entrepreneurs, two new businesses that have opened as a response to the COVID crisis, and they're doing very well. They're picnic rental companies that provide everything you need for a brunch at the park, maybe some charcuterie on the beach. Uh, Both Jasmine Chen, owner of Picnic Time Company, and Sarah Smith, who owns Pick Your Nick, started their businesses last year as the lockdown was just getting underway. And they're doing very well. Smith says you can pick the location or choose from one of their recommended spots. Then you can choose from a number of packages meant for up to 10 people maximum. And most of these picnic companies, a lot of them are cropping up, also include food sourced from local businesses and restaurants in the packages they offer. Charcuterie boards are really popular, and many of the packages are customizable and adaptable to suit anyone's needs and preferences. This is Vancouver Consumer, and when we come back, we're going to talk all things mortgages. If you're thinking of getting a reverse mortgage, you want to listen to our next guest, Angela Calla. Uh, accredited mortgage professional and host of The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Uh, Angela is coming up next when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW. 
Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong on CKNW. And uh, for a lot of people, they think mortgages are simple. You go out to a bank, you get a mortgage, you, you pay it off. Occasionally, you renew the mortgage. Uh, and it's simple, but it's not. And it's very important that you have some guidance in dealing with mortgages. And that's where our next guest comes in. Uh, you know her, you love her, you can't live without her. Angela Calla is with us. Hi, Angela. Hi, Martin. What a pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, it's always great to talk to you. Of course, you are an accredited mortgage professional. AngelaCalla.ca is the place to go. Uh, You're also the host of The Mortgage Show right here on CKNW, Saturday nights, and the best-selling author of The Mortgage Code, a book you can pick up on Amazon or at fine booksellers everywhere. Uh, So we're going to talk about a whole bunch of things, uh, about renewing a mortgage, uh, some changes that are possibly in store. Uh, Maybe it's time to lock in, those kind of questions. We're going to talk about that. Also, reverse mortgages. I really want to get into that. Some of the, the misconceptions about reverse mortgages, but I want to start with kind of a general question for you because uh, we are in interesting times, obviously. Uh, we're, we're in the, hopefully, the tail end of the pandemic, but uh, it has really, really had a, a marked effect on the real estate market in the lower mainland and across Canada. Um, the house prices seem crazy, and not only that, but the, the way houses are being sold and bought seems crazy. We're reading all these stories about uh, bidding wars and all those things. So I think we need you, Angela, to, to, to try to talk us down off the ledge. Maybe there's somebody who's thinking about getting into the market, buying a property, uh, but it feels like sort of a crazy time. But I'm guessing you have some tips and some advice for people uh, about getting in the market at this time. We certainly do. Uh, First and foremost, it's really important to understand that following the process and evaluating exactly where you are helps you go into this process with as much empowerment and knowledge. I feel that at this time, when people are contacting us and saying, I want to buy, we're actually having a conversation about why are they looking to buy? Are they looking to buy because their home doesn't suit their needs based on their lifestyle anymore and their family dynamic? Or are they looking to buy because they need a home to to live in and, and they can't renovate their existing home to meet their needs? And so we work with the variety, first and foremost, we work with you to protect your credit score, unbiasedly look at the options for you, and have you understand the risk that you're taking should you choose to participate in an offer that you're going to place and what the limitations can bring and and how that's going to work for you. So that's the first step. And what we have to recognize is that in this market, the lenders would like to be cautious, and oftentimes they're requesting appraisals. And in the event that you choose to place a no-subject offer, if the bank's who's intended to be conservative appraiser does not agree with whatever price that we are willing to pay, because what we're willing to pay doesn't necessarily mean that that's what the conservative 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 bank appraiser is willing to appraise, you have to be prepared that that will impact your financing because you will have to make up the difference, whether you do that with cash or whether you do that 
with um, a co-signer or um, a gift from a family member. Those are all considerations that you need to understand should you choose to get in it. Now, it's interesting because the regulators uh, and the, the lenders have all asked for changes to be made, but the changes to be made in the market were not in respect to the stress test. Uh, let me tell you exactly from my meeting with the major banks over the last few weeks. Right. The major banks are incredibly confident in the mortgage market and for borrowers' abilities. They're so confident because in a global pandemic, the default ratio of people not paying their mortgages has actually gone down. Really? And it's gone down. It is at an all-time low in the midst of a global pandemic, which shows you the resiliency of Canadians and the willingness for them to pay for their mortgages. They are already qualifying at a rate 2.5% higher than what they're paying. So their default rate has gone down. And let me tell you something else. 80% of Canadians throughout this pandemic have increased their wealth to the tune of there is 200 billion dollars sitting in Canadian checking accounts. So while we are, you know, reporting about the very scary times and transitions that right. people are making, the actual facts of what's in the bank is where lenders are saying, we didn't have a problem with the stress test. We have a problem with how people are putting offers in. Wow. So if, if you don't mind me slowing you down a second, is that's because this is actual, this isn't uh, wealth on paper, like real estate going up. This is actual money in the bank that people have. Sitting in regular checking accounts. Wow. So I guess. pent up demand for people who are actually saving money. They're prepaying their mortgages. Wow. As a result of what's happening and not being able to spend. Mm-hmm. And you talked about um, the OSFI, which is our federal regulator. And I, of course, know what the OSFI is. Uh, but for people who don't, I'm kidding. I don't know what the OSFI is. <laughs> so explain the OSFI and, and some of the possible changes that, that could be in store. Oh, well, they're suggesting that the qualifying rate for people who have the most down payment on their mortgages who are have more than 20% down and have good credit and, and good income, they want to increase that so you reduce your buying power by 5%. They want to take it from the 4.79 banking rate that it is today, and they want to increase that to 5.25. And it's not really that they want to. They're most likely going to. Um, so it's unfortunate because it doesn't help the problem. You know what the problem is according to the bank's data? What? We have right now a housing deficit. We already have 150,000 people that need homes that they can't get into right now to live in. And so once things open up, once people get you know, you know, the plan for immigration is significant. The people who have passports abroad uh, that are Canadians that come back here, um, once they come back here, that deficit's only going to get bigger. The problem is and needs to be addressed is supply. And that needs to happen on a regional basis. So this is not going to do anything to help Canadians, unfortunately. It's not going to have the intended impact. Um, but it looks like they're doing something, so it's unfortunate. 
Right. So um, we're talking to Angela Calla. Angela Calla, accredited mortgage professional and uh, host of The Mortgage Show on CKNW. Uh, and uh, AngelaCalla.ca is the website. You're a very busy person. Uh, <laughs> you're the author of The Mortgage Code as well. And uh, you recently, uh, I, I saw you on TV talking about uh, the idea of putting in an offer with no subjects on a property. And uh, we were talking earlier about what a kind of a crazy market is all we are we keep reading about these stories about um bidding wars and and mm-hmm. it sort of seems like you put in an offer with no subjects that might give you a leg up on the competition but uh talk about giving an offer with no subjects on a property well it's unfortunate because unless you actually have a hundred percent down payment and the cash in the bank then you really honestly need financing. And what's interesting is let's take a global look at this. Um, If you are writing an offer in the United States and you are uh, a Canadian citizen, you have to prove your proof of funds. You actually have to show your bank account and, and your offer needs to match what your scenario actually is. And unfortunately, as a result of competition, people have gone and written, you know, no subject offers when, in fact, they very much so need subjects because they either need financing from the bank uh, as a first-time home buyer or they need to sell their existing home. So that transparency is really unfortunate. But where people can purchase and actually still get the opportunity to have subjects is um, in British Columbia, you can purchase a pre-sale unit, which means it's not complete yet, and you have an automatic seven-day rescission period. So that is something that is rising in popularity because it gives people the ability to uh, plan for their future a little bit more. They can plan, plan their downsize home. They can plan home purchases for children that will be moving out of the home in a family plan or people who are, you know, navigating divorce. And another way that they can purchase, again, with no subjects, you know, honestly, if they, uh, without having to not be transparent on their offer, is with the ability of utilizing a reverse mortgage if you're over 55. And that is getting a mortgage on your home with, without having to make mortgage payments. And essentially, um, you, the payments come off of the equity of the home. And then you can purchase your um, downsize home in, in, in completion without, without requiring financing. So there are some ways to do that honestly and transparently without putting yourself at, at unnecessary risk and at mercy of timing of the market. Um, because what we're seeing is w- there are people who are putting in no subject offers who do require financing, who are having to modify the terms because of their specific scenario or them not getting the price that they thought or the dates that they want. And then that impacts a series of things. So if we had a choice in respect to how we'd like to see things happen just to help Canadians a little bit more. We'd like to, you know, ensure a little bit more honesty, I suppose you could say, or transparency on the actual offers. So then sellers can also make educated decisions because it's also, I feel, not fair for a seller to get an offer that they think is all cash that really isn't. And that could then, you know, impact their moving forward plans. Um, so that, that's one aspect. That's if we're looking locally. And if we want to take a look at... Uh, where the demand is to purchase real estate afterwards, um, I'd have to say that there are some developers around the world that are offering um, great offers to Canadians who are looking at utilizing some of the savings that they have not been able to utilize in um, 
in places like Hawaii is an example, where we've got developers that say, you know what, put a small down payment now. When things open up to travel, then you can come and see uh, what you're considering purchasing. So I really appreciate the initiation that some developers around the world are taking uh, to help people make decisions that they can be empowered and confident about. And I would like to see us move in that direction. That's that's interesting. Um, but so so basically, you're putting a down payment, or you're putting some kind of deposit down on a property that maybe you haven't even seen. Yes, but I mean, people are almost doing that blindly now with no subject offers, right? <laughs> so it just depends. I mean, we're all in this together, but we're all in different boats. So depending on your unique scenario and your profile and what your future goals are, there's always a solution that can be customized, whether it's here or abroad. And, you know, we have the ability to bring all that to your attention without bias and just share that expertise of helping the amount of people that we have, Mm -hmm. um, not only here, but globally. Well, Angela Calla is our guest on Vancouver Consumer. You can uh, go to her website, angelacalla.ca. Uh, an accredited mortgage professional who you know well if you listen to CKNW. She's the host of The Mortgage Show uh, on CKNW. Also the best-selling author of The Mortgage Code. And uh, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, uh, I want to talk about uh, an interesting project, a book that you're involved in that uh, is all about uh, our medical system and the kind of care that uh, we're getting in this kind of time. I also want to talk about reverse mortgages because uh, I think for a lot of people, uh, they're not really clear. I know I'm not really clear on, I, I know the basic idea of a reverse mortgage, but all I see is Tom Selleck. I see his oh, face. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> he does those commercials. Yeah, oh, boy. Yeah, there's a lot more to them than Tom Selleck, and they actually are a really good wealth building and protection tool. So I'm looking forward to digging into this with you, Martin. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW with Angela Calla right after this. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and with me is Angela Calla from angelacalla.ca. She's the host of The Mortgage Show on CKNW, uh, an accredited mortgage professional. Um, and and I want to talk about reverse mortgages because uh, that's an interesting thing and I think a very relevant thing for people uh, in the Lower Mainland who are thinking about retiring or are retired. But before I talk about that, I want to talk about a, a thing you're involved in. It's a, it's a book project uh, in connection with Vancouver Coastal Health. This sounds really yeah. interesting. Yes, in conjunction with Vancouver Coastal Health and the Physiotherapy Association of British Columbia, they are publishing a book called uh, Pain is Not gain. And it's all focused around human-centered innovation in how to help people navigate um, making smart versus mediocre decisions in how integrated solutions and education and empowerment will really help people moving forward. And I was very honored to be a part of this. All the proceeds from this book are going to um, Vancouver 
Vancouver Coastal Health and the and Vancouver VGH. So we know, I know myself, when I published the mortgage code, all the proceeds from the first year went to the Eagle Ridge Hospital Foundation because, you know, we have a world-class community, but we definitely need a, need a world-class hospital. So we collectively raised $5 million to be able to build a new emergency room, to have triage and, and really help the people in our community. And I know with our healthcare system, there is not enough support. There's just not enough support to go around. So anything I can do to contribute to that. But I really appreciated how they were looking at other business leaders and saying, how can we have people get a baseline understanding of how they can, you know, adapt their thinking to really help them not have pain um, and, and lose opportunities, whether that be to get the best integrated health solution. And, and with myself, they wanted to understand that from a financial perspective because we live in a world where everybody promotes right here, right now, quick. But what we want to promote is that, look, we're going to get the best solution for you, but that takes time. And because we're considering these factors and how it's going to fit into your overall health plan to give you the desired results. So for some things, we can have a quick fix, you know, to, to make a coffee, we can press a button and there we go. We have our coffee in a minute. But you know, there's a reason why it takes a certain amount of months to incubate a, um, a baby, right? And right. then have a healthy baby. And so we just fundamentally, um, this book is all about the human centered innovation and how to utilize making smart decisions within that. So it's exciting to be a part of, and I love contributing to the education of others and, and obviously helping people make good decisions with their health or otherwise. Yeah. And I guess as a business leader, your whole business is based on, on decisions that go into the future, you know, mortgages and, and buying homes for the future. Well, exactly, because wherever you are today doesn't dictate where you go tomorrow and for the the next uh, few decades of your life. And smart mortgage decisions really help build and protect your wealth. And solutions like the reverse mortgage, unless you understand the financial benefits of it, then you're going to make a costly mistake and go for a mortgage that's a much higher interest rate, that's depleting your monthly cash flow, that ends up depleting your wealth because there's unnecessary fees when you could have qualified if you were over 55 to get a mortgage where it wasn't a taxable event. And you have the ability to still keep your investments and not get your other pensions clawed back. But unless the people that you're influenced by really also know that information, then you could be at a loss. So really understanding how unbiased professionals can work together to ensure that you get the best option is really key. We just helped a 62-year-old gentleman in the Tri-Cities go through a divorce who doesn't, um, you know, didn't have any income. He's retired, living off his pensions and so forth. And the reverse mortgage allowed them to keep the family multi-generational home and also for the wife to be able to take her proceeds and, and move to move forward with her new desired options. But now that home stays in the family and all the other investments stay in the family and the um, kids and grandkids will then plan in the estate to take that home over because it does meet their needs and it's the home that they grew up in. But unless kind of lawyers and accountants really understand the benefits of those aspects as well, which we spend time educating and and are open to, to help with as well, 
but we, we do that with one-on-one consumers. And, um, but, you know, in this case, it was a divorce lawyer that had suggested our help. But having that, that ability and also utilizing those funds to, you know, do as you, as you wish as well is a big deal because, unfortunately, sometimes people who aren't earning income, you know, traditionally through working anymore, they feel that they're... Uh, that they they might not be as desirable, so they go for these, you know, commercials that they see that say, you know, easy approval, no problem, but it unfortunately depletes their wealth. So we did a segment all about this on Global News. It is on the Mortgage uh, Show website here on the Chorus Network. So if people would like to tune into that or give us an email, we could certainly send that off to them. All about reverse mortgages. It's Angela Calla is our uh, guest. She's the host of the Mortgage Show on CKNW and... Uh, You can also uh, read her book, The Mortgage Code. She's an accredited mortgage professional. AngelaCalla.ca is the place. And uh, before we leave reverse mortgages, I just want to make sure I understand exactly what a reverse mortgage is. For people, it's basically the – describe in a sentence or two what a reverse mortgage is. Yep. It's a mortgage that is based solely on the equity of your home and no payments are due. Right. So you're getting – a monthly income from your home, and then, uh, so so. No, wh- not not necessarily. Oh. You can have a big lump sum, so you can buy a property outright. You can get a lump sum and monthly income, or you can just get monthly income. You have all the options. Right. So you basically, you, I guess, you're borrowing on the the equity of your home. So so if yep. somebody wants one, where do they go to get one? They call they call you. Yep, they just call us and then we evaluate all the banks that have the reverse mortgages and we unbiasedly show them which one we feel would be best for them and then they proceed accordingly. Yeah, and that, I guess that's the great thing about a mortgage broker because I, I, I remember the first time I learned what a mortgage broker was uh, was when we first bought our, our condo years and years ago, our first home. And uh, I didn't know there was such a thing as a mortgage broker. And I thought, you mean they, they go around, they find the best deal, and they don't charge me anything. Yeah, and it protects your credit as well. So as a borrower, you look better to the lenders because you have you haven't depleted your credit score either. And we're the experts in understanding the different lenders' criteria. So we're placing you with the best options for you without bias. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about uh, renewing a mortgage. A lot of people have a mortgage and it renews every, how, is it usually the same period, like every five years or something you have to kind of, kind of go through it again? Uh, How, what, what are the usual terms and what are some of the pitfalls about renewing your, your mortgage and what do do a lot of people uh, ignore that they shouldn't? Oh, definitely. Well, renewing a mortgage is so much more than just getting a rate quote and signing on the dotted line. Literally, any time that you have a mortgage renewal, you have a chance to really improve the quality and of your life and build your wealth. Um, there's several considerations that you should have, but first and foremost, it shouldn't be the rate, it's the terms of the mortgage, because choosing the right mortgage type and term will go a really long way way. So when you look at your mortgage renewal, you need to consider a few things, Um, seven of them to be exact. (laughs) The names on the title, um, is your relationship still the same or is there a guarantor to be removed? 
what are your future plans? Are you thinking of selling and moving up the property ladder? Because that will determine what some of the best mortgage options are for you. Income. Is your income consistent? Are you going on maternity leave or is there a new opportunity that will impact your cash flow? Because at renewal, you have the opportunity to maybe modify your amortization to change your payments. Um, and make sure that you don't acquire other debt outside your mortgage. And when you think about that, that's the biggest thing. So many people are quick to sign a mortgage renewal, but they could have ten, twenty, thirty, a hundred thousand dollars in outside debt that's costing them thousands of dollars a month. That every ten thousand dollars in debt outside your mortgage is only forty. $2 approximately inside a mortgage. So if you have $100,000 in debt outside your mortgage, you could be paying $3,000 a month in payments. So if you put that all into a mortgage, you could literally, if that was you paying $3,000 a month, when you look at maybe a car loan and a credit card and a couple lines of credit, you can literally save $2,500 a month of tax-free money that you can now save money every month and make sure that you're taking advantage of any tax advantages out there, such as putting your money in an RSP, RESP, RRSP, and just having money so when things happen, you don't have to accumulate debt to pay for them. You actually have the security yourself. So, so many people don't think about that when they're renewing a mortgage. They just sign on the dotted line and think, oh, not a big deal. And that, that number one, is the costliest mistake. But um, also having an emergency fund. Because if something unforeseen were to come up, like we've all experienced together with the pandemic, having six months of an emergency fund to access is really important. And clearly, we've seen Canadians wanting to be collaborative in that due to what we're seeing in Canadian bank accounts today. Mm-hmm. Well, Angela, before I let you go, I guess the the question that was always asked of me was before was, uh, oh, are you going to go with a variable rate or a fixed rate? And obviously, in the the two minutes that we have left. <laughs> I don't know if you can answer that, but what do you say sure. to people who ask that question? I say it depends on your individual qualifications and your ability to, to monitor the mortgage and how you're, you emotionally feel about it as well. Most people say life is variable. Your mortgage should be too. Um, but most people emotionally don't want to be concerned if they hear things in the news and may or may not be available to make a modification. But here's what I can tell you. This is where the lender that you select to do business with is so important because if you have great credit and great income, you qualify for a better mortgage than you can get through a bank because you can qualify for a mortgage through a monoline lender that only deals with mortgage professionals and your exit penalty will be two-thirds smaller so you don't have to be concerned if you need to make a move down the road. To give you an example, if you have a bank, a big bank mortgage, your penalty to get out, if you're like 7 out of 10 Canadians, can be up to 5% of the mortgage amount. Whereas if you qualify for a mortgage with a monoline lender because your credit and income are really good and the property is an A-class property according to the lenders, then your penalty is only generally up to one5 to 2%. So you save yourself 3% of the total mortgage amount if you are like seven out of 10 Canadians that will end up breaking your mortgage early. So that's my answer for you, Martin, <laughs> in the short two minutes that we had. Well, that, well, I always learned so much. Angela, it's, all, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And, and I think you just proved why people need the Angela Calla Mortgage Team, which you can find at angelacalla.ca. Thanks so much for talking to us. Always a pleasure. 
such a pleasure. Have a wonderful afternoon, and thank you all for joining us today. Yes, Angela Calla. She's the host of The Mortgage Show on CKNW and uh, the best-selling author of The Mortgage Code. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And when we come back, we're going to ask Andrew... Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and it's time for Ask Andrew. That's where we talk to our executive producer of Vancouver Consumer, Andrew Ferreira, uh, about a lot of local issues, a lot of political things that are going on. But uh, you're also, Andrew Ferreira, the science guy. You're, you're a bit of a science head, and you've got a, a science lesson for us regarding something uh, sciencey. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I was horrible. <laughs> uh, at math in school. So you're not the science guy. Uh, I am the science guy, but the second you throw, you know, anything above basic multiplication at me, um, it's all gone. Okay. It's finished. But this is important. This is important. Um, you might notice, you might, I'm not sure, maybe, I'm not sure how good your taste buds are or your, I don't know, you can also feel it physically, but the pH of the region's drinking water will be going up starting in June. Um, the Metro, Van- Metro Vancouver actually put this out earlier this week. Um, and the reason this is being done uh, is because a lot of the region's pipes are made of copper. Okay. Um, and our water right now is fairly neutral pH. It's about 7.7. 7. Uh, the pH scale, if you're unaware of it, goes from 0 to 14, uh, with 0 being battery acid levels of acid. Right. Uh, and 14 being like drain cleaner levels of alkaline. So as the number <laughs> goes down, it gets more sour is essentially how you can think about it. So we're in the middle. Yeah. So Health Canada's compliant range for water uh, pH is between 7 and 10. Um, So anything within that range is perfectly good for human consumption. Uh, Metro Vancouver's right now is 7.7. But starting in June, they're going to be adding a whole lot more uh, natural stuff like calcium carbonate, other alkaline materials uh, to get its pH from 7.7 to anywhere between 8.3 and 8.5. So what this is going to do is it's going to help reduce the wear and tear on copper pipes in the region uh, because acidity, as you know, burns things. Um, it's really good at making things become not what they are. And so by increasing the pH uh, of the water, it'll be less corrosive, less damaging to the region's copper pipes. So what this will do is it'll help preserve the lifespan of pipes, uh, of hot water tanks, and you know those green stains on tubs and sinks and stuff? Right. That's a function um, of the copper being leached out of your pipes. It's completely safe. The amount of copper that comes out is almost nothing. Right. Um, but by increasing the pH a little bit to make it more basic, um, that leaching, that copper loss is going to be stemmed and the, and the lifespan of um, the, the piping uh, that gives us all of our, you know, our quite literally world-famous drinking water, uh, that infrastructure will last that much longer. So again, this will start um, in June. Uh, they'll start bumping it up. However, this is going to be an interesting thing because healthcare facilities, bakeries, swimming pool operators, and the one that gets most of my attention, breweries, are going to have to adjust. Oh, really? Because they're used to a specific level of acidity in the water. Um, and with the acidity going down, as the pH value goes up, it's becoming closer to the um, acidity or alkalinity of green tea than it is black coffee is kind of how you, if you want to think about it like that. Okay. Black coffee's got that bit of a sour taste. It's a little bit acidic. Right. Green tea's got that little bit of a bitter taste. And um, alkaline is supposed, alkaline water is supposed to be healthy for you, isn't it? 
I don't know. No, let's no, no. <laughs> Water is fine. Whether or not it's alkaline does not matter. And is this um, going to affect the taste? It very well could. Um, alkaline things tend to taste a little bit more bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just normal drinking water, so you're not likely to be able to notice much, if anything, of a difference. Uh, but the folks who rely on specific water conditions, like your facility, like your healthcare, your your breweries and bakeries specifically, uh, those two are going to have to adjust uh, their operations to change to account for the change in this. Mm-hmm. So that might be something to watch the next couple of months here. But uh, like I said, this really isn't a big deal. It's just mean. This is just an excuse uh, for me to talk about science. Remember, the higher the number, the more like drain cleaner it is. And don't. Yeah, it'll never get there. But don't worry about if you see stories about the pH going up. It's not sensationalist. It's totally okay. Right. And I just know my kids uh, went to school in Montreal, or one of them still going to school. And whenever they come home, the very first thing they do is they have a glass of tap water because they say it tastes so good in Vancouver. So we got that going for us. This is Vancouver Consumer. That was Andrew Ferreira. Ask Andrew. I'm Martin Strong. Uh, Vancouver Consumer is on CKNW every Saturday from 2 to 4. And that's it for us. We'll be uh, back next weekend. We'll see you then. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.